Okay, so let's learn a little bit. So uh, when I had to, uh, you know, come up with titles, you know, in order to have flyers and things like that, so it's before we hear this year. So I was thinking Monday night, you know, it's the, usually it's, we do, you know, mitzvahs, api halach and api primias. So I figured we'll do that for Hanukkah too. Then this afternoon when I was, this morning when I was sitting and like preparing it, I was thinking about Hanukkah. About Hanukkah, but like my mind was like I was just going to the Menorah of the Beis Hamikdash, you know, the Indian of the Menorah of the Beis Hamikdash. So I kept on trying to pull myself back to Han, you know, to the, the Menorah that we light every, you know, by Hanukkah, but uh, kept on going back to the Menorah of the Beis Hamikdash. So, so let's learn a little bit about the Indian of the Menorah of the Beis Hamikdash, a certain aspect of the Halakas on Menorah of the Beis Hamikdash, which is obviously, you know, uh, that's where Hanukkah is coming from, and we'll see where it where it connects. Um, okay. Whenever, whenever we learn together, it's always like you know, it always gets down to panemius. This is going to be maybe a little bit more hardcore than usual. Okay, so uh, bear with me, but it's good. Okay, so one of the mitzvahs in the Torah that we have is the mitzvah of uh, of building a base hamikdash, and in the base hamikdash we have all the different kalim, and one of the kalim is the menorah. So the, the Pasuk talk to, gives us a whole arichas about what the Tzur Samanar is, what's the form of the Menorah. And we know the Menorah is supposed to be made of gold and hulu, all the different, uh, you know, kaftorim, givain, all the different ornaments, whatever it is, that the Menorah is built from. So what we're going to learn about tonight is a certain aspect of the Tzur of the Menorah. But not the Menorah itself, but you'll, you'll see what I mean. Take a look at Marmok number one. So this is the Gemara in Sechus Tamid. It's the end of the uh, third parak in Tamid, I believe. Laman of Mabez. The mission over there, the Gemara over there is talking about the uh, the Seder of Hadlakas Amenor, how the Menorah was lit every single day, every single night, different sheets about when, whatever it is, but whenever the Menorah was taken care of. So it says like this: The Evan The Mishnah says the Gemara says that in front of the Menorah there was a little there was a, there was a stone Evan Haysilufneha Uba Gimel Milas, and etched into the stone were three steps. It's like a little, uh, little like you know, a few steps in front of the menorah. Shalak Kain Oimid, and for the Kain to light the menorah, to clean the menorah, to do all the avodas of the menorah, he would he would walk up those three steps, stand on the top, and that's what he would that's where he would stand from. Now the halach is, the halach is. We're not going to see about this too much tonight. But the halacha is that in the process of lighting the menorah, taking care of the menorah, it was actually broken down into two parts. There's seven candles altogether, right? So the, the seder of the halacha of the menorah was that the, first the kain would go and take care of five. Then he would stop in the middle and do another avayda. And then after he did another avayda outside, he would go back in and do the last two. So the Mishnah says, uh, we're not going into why that was and, and, and so on, but that was the seder. So the Mishnah says that while he's stopping after five to go out to do uh, something else and to go back to, fu- to, f- to finish the last, two, the last two neighbors, so what does he do with uh, Kalim that he's, you know, because he, he has a thing for the old wicks and, you know, he has uh, paraphernalia with him. So what does he do with them? So that's what the Mishnah says over there. That the, 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 the object that he was holding on to in order to prepare the menorah, it's called the Kuz, so where would he put that? He wouldn't put it on the floor or whatever. He put it on the second step. So to be made to the Seneris and to be like the Menorah, he would stand on the top step. He would walk up all the steps and so on. And then when he had to leave in the middle, so what would he do with the stuff that he's holding? He put that on the second step. He would sit and leave. And then we come back. That's where he found it to finish up the Menorah. That's the Gemara. That's the tradition that Chazal had, is that the Menorah wasn't taken care of from the Kayin standing on the floor. He would be standing on these three steps. And uh, like we said, and when he had to leave in the middle, he put the stuff in the second step. That's the Mishnah. Now the Rambam over there in Pirisha Mishnah, in Pirisha Mishnayis, talks about why do you, where, what's this Indian of having these three steps? So the Rambam writes like this, in Pirisha Mishnah, says the Rambam, I explained in the third parak of Menachas, where the Mishnah over there talks about the Menorah, that the Menorah, the height of the Menorah, the Vesemitish was 18 Tvachim high. That's how tall it was. Lefichach, so says the Rambam, 18 Tfachim is approximately the same height as an average person. So says the Rambam, so if the Kain has to light the Menorah, if the Menorah is his own height, that's, it's a little bit awkward to do that. So the Fichach, 
כדי שיהיו חלטו וסנרס, ולעד ליקה, So therefore, says the Rambam, very practical. In order to prepare the menorah and to light the menorahs, he has to be taller than the menorah. That's how it's going to be easy to do. So therefore, he has these steps to stand up, and that's where he's made of the menorahs. That's the Rambam. So the Rambam presents it as if it's mamish like a, you know, just a practical zach. You need to be taller in order to take care of the menorah. <clears throat> now, if you take a look at Maramaka number three, it's interesting. The Rambam doesn't quote this, but the Medrash, in the beginning of Parshas Baloischa, in fact, learns from Psukim that there's this Indian of having these three steps leading up to the menorah, and, that's, and you have to go up these steps in order to light the menorah. In the beginning of Parshas Baloichas, again, you don't have this in front of you, the Pasuk says, When you ascend the Neiris, that's the literal translation, when you make the Neiris go up, you should illuminate the candles facing the center of the menorah. In other words, a simple pshad and pasuk is that Hashem is telling Moshe to tell Aaron and so on, that when you light the menorah, all the candles should be facing the Nir Maravi. That's the simple reading of the pasuk. The obvious question is, what does it mean when you ascend the kit? What does it mean So Rashi, again, you don't have this in front of you, but Rashi brings down from a Gemara in Shabbos, the Gemara says that means Shalav Oila Me'aleha. That it's an indication that when the Kain has to light the Menorah, he should keep the, the Shamish, you know, uh, on the Nair until the flame is strong. That's what it means, Baha'u'llah. But that's not what the Sifri, that's the Gemara, the Rashi's quoting. The Sifri says not like that. Take a look at Marmok number three. This is Sifri and Parshish Baha'u'llah. Baha'u'llah Saneris. Says the Medrash, Baha'u'llah Saneris means Asela Mailas. Baha'u'llah Saneris means S, very often is translated as with. Like, like, as if it says in. Bahaloischa es haneris means that when you're lighting the neiris, bahaloischa, you should be ascending. Meaning, make steps. In other words, that's what Pasuk is saying. Make steps preceding the menorah, in front of the menorah, and you walk up the steps to light the menorah. Bahaloischa es haneris. The Pasuk now continues, and we'll see about this a little bit later. Elmul pneha menorah. Again, the simple meaning of the Pasuk means that when you light the menorah, they should be facing Elmul pneha They should go towards the face of the menorah. Notice they should... The candle should be tilting towards the Nair Maravi. The Medrashans in the Sifri says a different interpretation. El Mul means Asela Panim. Designate a face for the Menorah. What does that mean to designate a face? It means that, you know, Aaron, whoever, the Kayan has to light all the Nairs, right? But maybe, you know, one day he wants to face this way when he's lighting it. Maybe the next day he's more comfortable the other way. Says the Mishnah, says the, 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 the Medrash on the Pasuk, you designate the proper spot. In other words, this little step stool, whatever it is that you're walking up to light the menorah, pick a, pick, a, pick a spot where it's going to be. Don't just like move it around. Okay, today it's like this. Tomorrow it's on the other side I'm going to light from. There, there should be a front of the menorah. You pick the front. Mizrach, Meir, whatever it is, uh, and Darn, whatever it is. You pick the side and that's where, uh, for every day, that's where, you, that's where you light from. That's what the Medrash says. But let's listen here, says, say, and That's the Medrash. Now, the Ravid in Meseches Tamid, using this Medrash, goes to explain what we saw in the Mishnah in Meseches Tamid. Says the Ravid, Marmok in number four, Bisifri, first he quotes the Rambam, that the Rambam just says it's a Svara, you know, just a Svara Pshuta, that the Menorah is too high, too tall. So he has to be elevated in order to light the Menorah properly. Says the Ravid, Bisifri, Mafik Lamikra, the Medrash and the Sifri, and Barsh Balais, learns that from a Pasuk. So it's not the. Uh, it's exer sakasif. The tzarich lasses lamaylas the menorah that you have to actually bahalais chasaneris. You have to light. You have to light the menorah after walking up a few steps. But says the Ravid, even though that's what it says in the Medrash, But the truth is, even after the Medrash, and we have the pasuk bahalais chasaneris, we still don't know exactly lama yutar gimel mylas midalit ayhei ashtayim. What's up is three steps that we still don't know. So we have a makar for their, this Indian of walking up steps like the Menorah, but says the Ravid, but that it has to be three steps that we don't know. Why Dafka three? Why not four or five? Why not two? The Tam Gomer Eniyadeh, a real good reason, says the Ravid, I don't know why there has to be Dafka three steps. The Gam, another point that the Ravid makes is, that when the Kayin has to stop the, the Hadlok in the middle to go out to do a different Avoid because he has to separate five and the last two Neiris, 
So he has to put the thing down, whatever, you know, the, the utensil he's using. But Vosep is that he has to put it down in the second step. Says the Ravid, I don't know why. Why can't he put it on the floor? It's one of the third step. Or some other plat. Yeah. I don't know why he has to put a dafka on the second uh, on the second one. That's the that's the that's the rivet. Okay, so what we have now at the end is shtikol uh, tsarachin, like the rivet himself is is telling us. We have gzeres hakasev balayslus aneiros that in order to light the menorah you have to be going. Iron has to go up steps balayslus aneiros. Okay, fine, but like the rivet points out, the step is three steps, and why is it that when he has to move, you know, stop in the middle, he has to put the thing down in the second step? Yeah, why is that? Okay. Fine, put that to the side. Now, Marmaka number five. There's a, the, the, there's a well-known, one of the famous Rashi's in Parshish Baloischa. So the Pasuk, again, you don't have this in front of you, but the, the Pasuk says, like I said, Yeah? So then the Pasuk says, Aaron did so. That he followed what Moshe Benes said. Rashi brings down from Chazal, That what? Right? The Rashi is very sus from Shlishina, what? That he did exactly what he was told. Whatever, he left the menorah the way he was told. The Sifri, the Sifri is, is, uh, says this idea, but the Sifri gives a little bit more of an arichas. Take a look at Maramok in number five. The Yas Kain Aaron. El Mulpinem Menorah Helen Erisa. So again, the Pasuk says Aaron did what he was, co- it was told. El Mulpinem Menorah Helen Erisa. Lahagit Shvachishal Aaron. Says the Medrash. So this is telling us the praise of Aaron. Just as Maisha instructed him, that's what he did. Meaning, specifically these two things. He was Kaveya, a particular position in which every day he's going to light the menorah from. And and he made the steps that Maisha Ben told him to do. In other words, of all the inyan that the Pasuk, that Aaron Akain did in the Avayda of Alakas the inyan that the Pasuk is, is, is focusing on, of Yas Kain Aaron Lahagit Shvacha Shalam Shloishina is these two inyanim of uh, and sent it to in the pasuk Yas Kain Aaron that what El Mul Pnei Hamenoira which is what the Medrash touched in the previous pasuk El Mul Pnei Hamenoira the Sifri said it means pick a position where every day you're going to be Kaveya it's not going to be sporadic like this you know one day from this side another day from that side be Kaveya upon him for the Menoira. So that's what it means, Amul Pnei And the next thing that, Lahagit Shvacha Shalaren, Hela Nerasa. What does it mean, Hela Nerasa? Baalaisal Zaneris. In other words, that he lit the Menorah in this, in this way of ascending. So that's what the Medrash is saying. Vayaski and Aaron, these two in Yon and Befrat, that also Lamul Panim, and Helas Nerasa, also Lamailas. Again, that's the, uh, the Medrash. Again, if you, have, if you see the Pasuk in front of you, you'll, you'll see clearly that's where the Medrash is coming from. Vayaski and Aaron, Amul Pnei Hamenorah, Hela Nerasa. Okay. So the obvious question is, it's obvious. Of all the inyanim, what's the big shvach shel Aaron? Once you tell me, that, the whole thing to tell me that Aaron Akain is being praised for following the instructions. He always followed the instructions. He was a good boy. For whatever reason, you want to be madgish the fact that he was a good boy, dafka by the Lucas of Menorah. Okay, so he did all the things that he was told. But these two things in particular, these two inyanim, El Mul Pnei that he was Kaveya, a particular spot, that this is going to be the spot that every day is going to be Madlik the Menorah from. And we'll that's number one that he did was amazing. And what? And Helen Erisa. And he also lit the Menorah by using a, few, a couple steps. So, uh, what's the big deal? It's Befrat, according to the Rambam, right? The Rambam said it was, uh, it's, you need steps anyway. And it's like, what's the big, uh, what's the big Shvach? Right, so that's a question. So take a look at Marmok number six. So the Nitziv, in uh, his Pirish on the Sifri, He's Meyer this. Why, why are these the two things that the Med, that the Medrash is, is is explaining the pasuk that's lahagit shvachas shalaron? So this so the Nitziv explains like this. Ratzolaimar, <clears throat> the the shvach of Aaron is as follows: that afal pishem itzaratzmai hayolayla Aaron lasas mayla. The truth is fakert. These are davka the two things that would make sense to do. It would make sense to do. Like the Raman pointed out, the menorah is tall, so you need to have steps. And if a person is like Masudar, it makes sense to be, you know, to be kaveh. This is going to be the spot every day when I'm going to dray around every single day, move the, move the, uh, move the steps all over the place. These are the two things that would that would make sense logically to do. So the so says the nitziv, and that's exactly why it's lahagish <laughs> That what? 
that uh, on his own, he would have come up with this idea of having a step stool. In order to light the menorah. It also makes sense on his own. He would come up with the idea that this is, the, this is going to be the spot that I'm going to be kveit. I'm not going to dray around every single day to be different. But this is the shach of Aaron. The only reason why he did it, though, was because the Rabbani Shalom said to Maisha Rabbeinu that he should do it like this. So that's how the Nitzvah is teaching. So in other words, the Lahagi Shvach Aaron is what? Is that, of course he did it, of course he's, he's lighting the menorah because of Hashem. He wouldn't be doing it otherwise. But the two things within the process of a Lakas HaMenorah that makes sense to do anyway, that he would logically have done anyway, which is to make a step stool, because it's too, it's too tall. And number two, to have a specific spot for that step stool, that it shouldn't just be Islam, uh, moved around constantly, you know, so then those are the two things that make the most sense to do anyway. Afalpikim, those two things, he did L'Shem Shemaim. He only did it because the Rebbe Hashem told him to. That he didn't change at all. Like even the things that he would do on his own, he didn't do it B'Taras his own. He did it because of the, that, that's part of the mitzvah. That's the mitzvah. Okay, fine. Fine, that's the, uh, that's the Vart. That's the Vart. Now, this inyan of L'Hagit Shvach HaShalar and Shloishina, what we're seeing right now is again, based on the Medrash, based, based on the Sifri, is that the specific Indian of Hagit Shvach HaShalan Shloishina? Is this is this is this prat of what of that Aaron Akain lit the Menorah by stepping up a couple steps by going up a couple steps and that Indian of and, the, and that position where those steps were were kavua every single day. That's what the Medrash said. So to explain what's the big shvach? The shvach is because he did it l'shem shemayim even though he would have done it anyway, but he only did it for the kavana of, of, of l'shem mitzvah. That's the the Medrash. Now the Arizal in Eitz Chaim, in a couple places in Eitz Chaim, the Arizal talks about this medrash of Lahagit Shvach Hashan Shalishim. And what's amazing is, what's amazing is, is that the Ariyah Kaddish, without quoting the Sifri, and without going into this any of the step stool, the Arizal, I mean he knew it anyway, but the Arizal, the Arizal talks about this Indian of Lahagit Shvach Hashan and Mamish Alpi side. Okay? So let's, let's see the piece together. We're going to see Marmok number 7, the piece of Eitz Chaim over here. And we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see is that the the nister the, the pnimis of this inyan lahagit shvachas fits exactly with the nigla of lahagit shvachas of this inyan of the step stool and uh, from there Bez Hashem will be able to understand the sugi better. Okay. <clears throat> All right. A little bit of background before we see this piece inside. The Arizal over there in Shar Lamedalid in Shar Lamedalid Parakei is talking about the inyan of the Menorah. Okay, and Arizal says that the Indian of Halakas Hamenoira is the Indian of of building. It's a, a the avoid of Halakas Hamenoira is the Indian of building Nishmas Yisrael. That's what Arizal says. The Indian of Nishmas Yisrael. There are certain ingredients that are very necessary, that are very um, vital to the health of Nishmas Yisrael. In order for a neshama to function properly and for a neshama to, to serve the Rabbani Shalom, there are certain necessary ingredients. And one of the basic ingredients in order for the neshama to be healthy and well and to be vibrant, we're just, I'm going to say the words and then we'll be able to, we'll see the explanation soon, is the kaych of gvuras. Gvuras. There's chasadim, there's gvuras, chesed and gvura. The Riyak Kaddish says that one of the most important ingredients for a neshama to, to function properly as a neshama, is to be built from gvurs, to have gvurs. And said that Rizal, that's, what, that's the whole Torah over there in the Rizal, is that void of Adlokas HaMenoira, when the Kain was madlik the Menoira, is that he was infusing gvurs into the system of Nishmas Yisrael. Now the Rizal is marich over there to explain, mamish, the infrastructure of the neshama in such a way of how... How the gvurs descend into the neshama, what's that void? So I'm just going to share with you the words, okay? These are the words... And again, we're gonna, soon we're going to have some, some chasidahs to explain it. But this is just the words of Pini Sitar. It's all a mushal. We'll get to the nimshal soon. The words of Riyak Kaddish is as follows. Is that when, when, when uh, uh, here, imagine, imagine you have, imagine a cup. Okay? Imagine a cup. Or you can see a cup. Okay, you have a cup. If you have a cup and you, and you pour, let's say, water into a cup or any liquid, whatever it is. So what happens is the water goes to the bottom of the cup. And then it shtickle bounces up, right? Now, you know, usually if you're pouring it nicely, so it, it'll, you know, you can't even tell it bounces up. It's not going to spill over. But if, you, if it goes with force, right? So you tour from a high place, you know what I mean? 
So the water goes to the bottom and it, it bounces back up. Said the Riyakadish, the way the Gevuris, these are the words, the way the Gevuris are infused into that structure that's called an Neshama is that the Gevuris are infused into that structure of the Neshama and it goes to the bottom, Kivyachal, goes to the bottom of the cup and it bounces back, and it bounces back. Now, the Arizal says, the nature of Gevura is to be separated. The nature of, like fire, you know, when you have, you know, one of the classic, one of the classic Mishalim for like Chesed versus Gevura is water is like Chesed and fire is like Gevura. Now, I give the example of water into a cup, so it's probably not a good Mishal. Mm-hmm. But the nature of water, the nature of Chesed is to keep things together. That's why if you have dough, how do you have dough? Dough is flour, right? Flour is what are the trillion little pieces, little particles. You mix it with water, water keeps it together. Heat, fire, on the other hand, pulls things apart. So the nature of Gevura, the nature of Gevura is to be all over the place. That's the nature of Gevura. So the Rizal said when Gevuras are being mushpa, are being infused into the system of Neshamas, by their nature, they're, 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 by their nature, they're, they're, they're designed to go all, all over the place. The Rizal said those follows, that in order for the Gevuras to function properly, again, this is, I'll explain the Nimshal soon, but in order for the Gevuras to function properly in a Neshama, the Gevuras have to be infused. But when they bounce back, when they bounce back, they have to bounce back together. They have to bounce back together, which is maybe counterintuitive to their nature. It's not in their nature to be unified. But they have to, it has to be unified, they have to ensure. And Dafka, when they bounce back, when they bounce back, that's when it's more likely to be spread all over the place. But Dafka, then they have to, they have to maintain this structure of when the, so if you, so if you would imagine, like imagine the Gevuris, let's, whatever the liquid, let's call it water for this purpose, that the, you know, the Gevuris are descending into the cup. When they bounce back, instead of bouncing all over the place, they bounce back in like a column, in like a unified column. That's the, that's the visual that the Rizal gives to describe what does it look like, so to speak, the visual, when Gevuris are being infused into a Neshama in a healthy way, the Gevuris descend into the Neshama, and although their nature is to bounce back chaotically, they bounce back unified, in a, in a unified column. With that background, now let's see, now let's see the Rizal inside. Kihine, Netzdava, by the way, you should all say l'shem yichud. I don't know if uh, most of us maybe never learned a piece from Eitzchayim Amish. There's like a, not a line or two. There's like a whole shtickle. So let's see. Kine and it's Tava. Aaron Akain was commanded as follows. The Arizal, the here, the Arizal makes the following observation. One last little intro. The Lushan of the Pasuk when Hashem says to Moshe to command Aaron about lighting the menorah. The Lushan was, again, Balaischa Saneris. Amul Pnei Menorah Ye'iru Shiva Saneris. That Aaron should illuminate the seven airs. And as he should light the candles. When the Pasuk then says what Aaron does, so it says, Vyaskin Aaron, Omopnea Hela Nerisa. So the the Tsivli of Maisha was Yairu Shivas and Eris, Lashon of Ha'ara, that he should illuminate the candles. But what Aaron does is Hela Nerisa. So what, so what does that mean? So the reason says like this, Kine, Nitztavu, Aaron was initially commanded. That when Aaron is lighting the menorah, there were certain kavanas that Aaron had to have by lighting the menorah, because again, he's physically lighting a menorah, but spiritually speaking, he's infusing gvuris into Nishmas Yisrael. And there are certain shemesaktash and kavanas that Aaron had to have while he's lighting the menorah in order to be makasher himself to what's going on in Pinimius, of the gvuris being nimshach into, into Nishmas Yisrael. And Aaron had to have kavana. And Aaron had to have kavana, and this was the command, that he should be mechavein for the gevuris as they're descending into, the, into Nishmas Yisrael. That's the time of So that was the mitzvah. The mitzvah of Aaron, of Aaron Akain was that he should be mechavein to the Indian of, of, of what's going on. Dafka at the time of when the Gevuris are descending into the Nisham. That was the Tzivoy. But when the Gevuris start to bounce back, Aaron wasn't commanded to, to be Mechavin at that moment as well. That, uh, as, far as, the, as far as the command was concerned, it happens on its own. Aaron Akain is now sitting back and he's done. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Akain was Moisif to go beyond what he was told to do. Because Aaron and Kain made the following cheshbon. 
since the nature of Gurus anyway is to be all over the place. And now the Gvuris are, are bouncing back and going up. So once the Gvuris now sort of uh, came out of, out of hiding, so to speak, in the bottom of the Kli, the Nifridu Ishmaelochiv, and each Gvura is separate. So now when they're ascending back up, when they're bouncing back, now they're going to go in, uh, in different directions. Therefore, Aaron Akain took it upon himself to continue his kavana, not only b'shas Yeridus HaGvuras, but also b'shas Aliyas HaGvuras. Aaron held on to his kavanas further. And and, 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 and so Arna kind of held on to his kavanas while the Gavuris are ascending to make sure that they're ascending in unison together. That was the kavanas of Aaron. And the, the ascent of the Gavuris in one single column, that's called Elmul Pnei that the, the candles are being lit together in, 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 with one face, with one ascent. This is the meaning of what the Pasuk says in Beis Nechazal. Aaron did what? He held on to his kavanist even during the moment where Elmul Pnei Amenoir Heleneris said that when the Gavuris are being held and they're ascending, Aaron Akain was involved in that procedure to make sure that they are ascending Elmul Pnei Amenoir, that they ascend in one single column. It doesn't just say that he illuminated the seven years. To illuminate the nearest means to have kavana when they're going down. But Helen means that he has, he's having kavanas when they're going up. And this is what Chazal means to say. That the praise of Aaron is that he didn't change. In others, even though it might seem like Aaron Akain Mamish changed. The, the Ravonishon told Aaron he should only illuminate the Sayyinirs. In other words, he should have Kavanas when the Gavuris go in. Shubesi Ridasim, that's when the Gavuris are going down. So you might think, so what he did was, which was go beyond that, uh, what, of what? Of Mul Pnei Amenar said that he held on his Kavanas as, as it's going up. So it might be uh, not, the, not, not the right thing to do, right? Nicole Maisev Korea, we don't, you know, the Ravonishon said to do something, that's it. But that's the Chiddush of the Pasuk. That's not called a Shina. It's not called a Shina. Shevach He had a good intention, and it was Takarot and Hashem. And this is not called a Shina. And it's Takarot Shvach. Now, the Rizal adds in one last Nakuda, and with, with this last Nakuda, we'll, we'll have enough ingredients to give the Nimshal of what in the world we're talking about over here. So he says like this. So said the Riyah Kaddish. What, what 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 was the indicator? What indicated to Aaron this Indian that he should take it upon himself? And Vosepis, it was given to Aaron. Moshe Rabbeinu is also very capable of of being Mashpia Gvuris into Knesset Yisrael. Vosepis Aaron. So he says like this: Ki Aaron Hayakain. Aaron is kain. Beside Hachachma. Beside Hachachma. Shehu Abba. Uh, the Rizal says that the Koyach of Aaron, the reason why Aaron was specifically given the mission of the Mashpia Gevuris into Nishmas Yisrael is because Aaron, besides being the one that could give Gevuris to Kval Yisrael, he is also, the, qual- the Kain is also the quality of Chachma, which in language of the Rizal is connected with the term Abba, father. Okay? And the Rizal says what the, the Koyach itself that's holding the Gevuris in one column. Notice this whole thing is, 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 is not natural for Gevuris. Again, we're talking about, again, we don't know what we're talking about yet, but, the, but Gevuris going into Nishmas Yisrael, the nature of Gevuris is, is period. Somehow, magically, Aaron Akain is having kavanas of holding these things together. How does he do that? The answer is, is that because Aaron Akain is, is, has the quality of Chachma, which is also this a code word, Abba is the same thing as Chachma. Something, there's something about Chachma that has the ability to control the Gevuris and to make sure the Gevuris ascend in a, in a consolidated way, in a unified way. And this is the meaning of the secret of the Pasuk. Hashem Chachma Yasad Aretz. That Hashem with wisdom, with Chachma, lays the foundation for the earth. The earth over here is a code word for Nishmas Yisrael, for Klal Yisrael, for Klal Yisrael. And Hashem is able to lay a, a healthy foundation 
In other words, where the gevuris that are the main ingredient for Nishma Yisrael is not all over the place, it should be Mesudar Hashem B'chachma Yasser Arz. So this is the picture that Riyak Kaddish is painting for us. So we have this Indian of what the task of Hadlaka Samanoira is to infuse gevuris into Nishma Yisrael. The nature of those gevuris is what is for it to be uh, to be all over the place. But the but really the way but but for it to be healthy, they have to bounce back and ascend. In this way of a mulpanaminaira, of of a unified way, the kaiyach of doing that is dafka through the kaiyach of chachma, which is who Aaron Akain is, okay, and the 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 avoid the, the avoid that Aaron took upon himself is to be involved in this process. Is instead of just being involved with kavanas in the descent of the gevuras, he takes upon himself to be involved in halas nerasa. Now, by the way, right away, we see a parallel between the Nigla and the Nistra over here. Whatever this means, again, we'll explain now what the Nimshal is, but whatever this means, we're seeing over here that the Lahagi Shvach Aaron, according to Ariyah Kaddish, and the deepest secrets of Torah, is this Indian of Aaron being involved in not just the light, the descent of the Gevurus, but in the ascent of the Gevurus. And it's Davka Aaron that has to do this, because Aaron is Chachma, Aaron is Abba, Hashem B'Chachma Yasser Aretz. It's Aaron Akain that has the Kayach of unifying these gavurs to begin with. And so he sees it as appropriate that he should be, it's his responsibility. He's the one that sent the gavurs in there. It's his responsibility to make sure that they ascend in a healthy way. This fits perfectly with, we'll see, we'll, we'll be mamik in this further in a moment, but this already tells us it's a window into the nigla as well. The Medrash said, what's the big Vyaskein Aaron? Is that he made that step still. He made that step still. And he lit the menorah and he walked up the steps as he was ascending to light the menorah. So then it's Sivet to say, oh, Torah, what's Vyaske now? What's the big deal? So he made a step stool. Okay, so it's to say, he made the step stool anyway. The only reason why he did it was Lashem Shemayim. That's Lahagit Shvach Hashlein. Alpi Pnimius, it's Mamish this Indian. The Indian of the step stool means that Aaron Akoyin is ensuring that when he's taking on this Avoida of being Mashpia Gvuris into the system of Nishmas Yisrael, it's in a way that he, he's taking a Chrayis for their ascent as well. So therefore, when he's, when he's lighting the menorah, he's physically ascending in order to light the menorah. And that's an act that's reflective of him taking a chrayis for the ascent of the, of the gevuris as well. And so that's lagit shvach hashalaren. Said the reason, lagit shvach is that you might think this was a tesefes, this was, uh, he's taking on too much. No, 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 no. That's exactly what he was supposed to do. And that's the chrayis that Aaron Akayim had to take because that's his inyan. His, he's responsible for these gevuris, that it should be healthy. So the Lahagish Vachish Aaron in Nigla, that he was makbit to make the step stool, and Lahagish Vachish Aaron in Nister, which is that he's taking a chrayas to have kavonis for the ascent of the gevuris, is Mamashai Nawach. One, one is a physical reflection of the other. What, but what does this mean, Bechal? What are we talking about? Gevuris, Yeridis, Aliyas, what are we talking about? What does this have to do with also the other, the other thing that Lahag, the Medrash said, Lahagish Vachish Aaron, is that it was set, right? That it's not. Going on. That's also part of this, right? The nature of Gvur, in other words, think of it like this. The, the Gvurs by themselves are all over the place, right? So that would be reflective of also the Hadlok is all over the place. When we're, you know, uh, 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 by the nature of Gvurus, then when is the Hadlok of Samanaira? Uh, today it's at 5.02, tomorrow it's 7.03. Aaron is standing on this side one day, standing on the other side. The, the chaoticness, so to speak, of a menorah being lit without a kvias, that's reflective of the gevuris being, being all over the place. The Indian of Aaron taking a chrayis, that the gevuris, despite their nature of being all over, should be mesudr, and they should even, even in their ascent, should be in one column, a mopnei menorah, is reflect that, that so that, 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 uh, that kabbalah sachrayis that Aaron has, in Nister means he had kavanis, to ascend the Gevuris in this way of Amol Panam Menorah, Helen And in Nigla, it reflects itself in these two things. That number one, he ascends steps to be Madlik the Menorah. No, so he's, he's already preemptively be Makabal on himself, the Achrayas of how the ascent is going to be. And he lights the Menorah in this way of Kvias. That every single day, the same time, the same direction, not the chaotic nature of a Gevuris would be on their own. So the two in Yonim, again, what the Medrash says is, Lahagit Aaron is mamish reflective of what was going on in Pneumius. The Indian of Aaron Akoyan being taking Achrayas to make sure that despite the natural chaotic nature, the, 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 despite the, the chaotic nature of Gevuris, Adraba, Aaron Akoyan is taking Achrayas, that it shouldn't be chaotic like that, it should be Helen Erisa in, that, uh, in the proper way. And that's reflective of these two in Yonim, of what? Of walking up steps to be Madlik the Menorah, 
and making the hadlakas of menorah, and we'll put menorah, that it should be the same time, same position every single day. Okay. What's the nimshal of this? What, what does it mean, Gvuris and Elias and Eurydice? Can... Okay. So take a look at Marmok number eight. So, Chsidis, you know, very often is required to, uh, to give the nimshal. So this is a piece from the Balatanya, and the Igne Parshish Baloischa, and the Kutit Torah in Parshish Baloischa. It's part of a whole Torah there. Are, the, 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 you know, the Balatani is talking about it. It's a, it's a fundamental piece. He's talking about the difference between Avram Avinu and Aaron Akain. Both Avram and Aaron, and Aaron are described in Tanakh as people of unbelievable Ahava. You know, it's Avram, Avram, we have to say, Emil Adar, Avram Avinu, it's Chesed, right? But it says in the Mishnah also, So these are both people that are Kula Yahava. So the Baltan over there is a whole mimer to discuss the difference between the Yahava of Avram Avinu and the Yahava of Aaron Akain. So we're not going to go into, the, into that sugya by itself, but just a couple lines to explain who Aaron Akain was and what was he doing by Adlakas HaMenorah and what does it mean on Avadis Hashem for people like us to, to, this Indian of being Mamshik Gvuris into Nishma. So what does Gvuris mean? Why is this a necessary ingredient for the Nishama? So said about time like this. Hine. Aaron who Right? Aaron is the one that lights the Menayr. Aaron is one of the one of the Shbiz, right? One of the Shiva Now each one of the Shiva Sarayim is not they're called the seven shepherds. Because each one of them, their avaida is to bring hashpoyes into, into Nishmas Yisrael. Each one is a shepherd. Now, each one shepherds some hashpoyes into the world. So what is, So each one of the Shavas is bringing some element uh, of elokus into the Nisham. What's the Indian of Aaron? The Indian of Aaron and his Avaidah Befrat by Lakas Amenoira was to infuse Gevuris into the Neshama. What is Gevuris? Gevuris is, said the Baltanya, means an unbridled hispilus, like an unbelievable passion and desire to come close to Hashem. And to increase the, the, the Madura, the, 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 the torch, the bonfire of love. In other words, by Aaron Akain lighting the Menorah, he was infusing within every single Neshama, Ad Biyaskal Tzedek, an ability to have Mamish, Gagulim, and Sragshus, an unbelievable emotional excitement and movement for Avodah Hashem. Any single Yid, by a Fabrengen, you know, that, or by a Shal Shudas, or by an Eel, or by a Lechadoid, or whatever, that feels an emotional excitement for Avodah Hashem is because of the Lakas Menorah of Aaron Akain. That's what it means, Gevurs. That's what it means, Gevurs. Gevurs means movement. Gevurs means his spilus, his rakshas. That's the kaych of Gevurah. That's a divine gift. It's a divine gift for the neshama. And that's what Aaron Akain was infusing into that neshama, into, into all of us, by the Allah Kasamanar. Now, Dariya Kaddish said that the nature of Gevurus is, by themselves, they're all over the place. What does that mean? What would that, what would, in other words, what, 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 what Darizal is telling us is, is that Gvuris, as, as beautiful, as important, and as holy as it can be, there is a possibility, chas v'shalom, for those Gvuris to go too crazy, go wild, and become actually unhealthy. Take a look at Maramoka number 9. This is a, a Torah from, uh, from the Mitla Rebbe in Punches HaSpilas. It's, uh, this is one of the big Yisaitis in, 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 in Chesidus to be Magdir and to explain exactly the place and the, the misgeres of his spilus. You know, by Chesidus, there's such an avoid of his spilus and his rakshas is a big Indian. So there's a big Indian of becoming emotionally excited for Yiddishkeit. But, what it, but we have to know what its place is and, and you know, uh, where it's coming from. So take a look at what the, what the, what the, what the Rebbe says. Le'uma <laughs> zemamish. The, 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 the whole country says spilus over there, the Mitla Rebbe is talking about healthy his spilus, healthy his rakshas which is coming, in his terms, coming from the neshama, from the nefesh alakis, versus an unhealthy, even unholy, his spilus and his rakshas, which is coming purely from the nefesh abhamas. So said the, said the Mithra like this, L'uma zemamish, when his spilus leiv basar chitzayni, b'resichas eish zara, habam b'resichas adam bolvad. So the Mithra Rebbe says, listen, when, it's, when a person has his spilus and his rakshas and it's healthy and it's holy, coming from the neshama alakis, there's nothing greater than that. But there's another experience that a Jew can have, which is also hispilus, and it might very often look the same. But it's coming from a lave baser. It's coming from, from the human being. It's not uh, necessarily divine. 
And such a spilus, Be'emes is not uh, coming from the fire of the Rabbani Shleilam. Rather, the spilus that the person is feeling is, they, they want to be, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to be excited. So they want to be excited. They want to feel themselves. They want to feel their own inner movement. And said the Mitla Rebbe, this can be a very subtle and tricky thing. A person can be mamish caught up in his spilus and caught up in what he would think and others even think as mamish like this guy is like mamish and dveikus. But it's not dveikus. It's not dveikus. They just want to feel, they just, it, it, it's really all, all yeshus. It's all their own ego and it's all their own inyana. They just want to feel excited. Other people, everyone wants to feel something. So this guy feels it by lechadaydi, but it's absurd. But it's not a, a real dvek, it's not a real advice. It's coming from, uh, from a lave baser. It's coming from, from an unhealthy place. Barichas at Varm is Achel Meiser. And the Middle Rabbi says to talk about this Barichas is not uh, necessary. Kemuvan lakol mishaton tam amiti benavshai, bediver lakim chayim, pamushtayim. Anyone that really tasted a little bit of real dvekis and chsidis and pnimis atayr and pnimis avoida. It, 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 even once or twice, you become disgusted from the very idea of having a spilus and his rakshas as coming from a, from just a human place. And the per, and the person that really tastes the real avoda won't be able to tolerate anything else. In other words. In other words, what 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 the what the Middle Rebbe then goes on to explain? We don't have to, uh, there's not enough uh, space on the page, you know. But the, what the Middle Rebbe goes on to explain is as follows: is that when it comes to his spilus and his rakshas, it's very very important to make sure that it's that the spilus and this rakshas is being experienced within the right framework, and the framework is. As the as the Mitzvah goes on to explain, the framework is one of l'shem shemayim, l'shem shemayim. In other words, when a person, I, I, I've said this before, I've given this example before. Mamish, like in the middle of shalshos, right, or in the middle of uh, learning, and you're learning mamish betvekas, or you're davening, it's a good davening. At some point, you have to remind, you have to think to yourself the following thing: like, wow, this feels good, this feels geshmak. But you have to then frame it. And you have to say, but one second, if you wanted me to stop this right now, if you wanted me to, I'm not saying you do, but if you wanted me to turn off the spilus and just, just to go robotic and not to have any meichen, I'm a cop. So why am I, not, why am I continuing with the spilus? Why am I talking excited? Because you want, you want Yidin to be excited by Yiddishkeit. Rebbeinu wants Yidin to be to be uh, dancing by uh, by lechadai, the Rebbeinu wants Yidin to learn with a hava and Israkshas. but it's not for us. It's, there, it's for the Rebbeinu The Mitla Rebbe explains that what you're doing at that moment is that you're framing the gvuras, you're framing that excitement in a mezgeres, in a framework of kedusha, a framework of bittel, a framework of humility, a framework of l'shem shemayim, and that framework will do multiple things. First of all, it ensures the quality of Advekas and the quality of the Israqshas that it's pure and holy and, it, and it's not coming from a selfish place. And it also makes sure that it doesn't eventually get too crazy either. Because when, when, when the Gavurs by themselves have a, have a nature of uh, going wild. So it's like, you have to... So how, how, do, we, how do we make sure that we infuse our dvekas and our srakshas with a leash, with a, with, a, with, a, with a way to make sure that chas doesn't lead to anything unhealthy or releasing certain emotions that maybe are not, uh, we, we're not holding by processing properly. The answer is when you infuse it in the context, when you put it in the context of bittel and l'shem shemayim, that ensures its holiness and it, and it, and it keeps it in check. This is the nimshal of what Ariza was talking about, where gevuras by themselves can go all over the place, but the avoid of Aaron Akain was infuse gevuras into Nishmas Yisrael, but make sure that they ascend in a single column. The single columnness, so to speak, of the gevuras means that it's dvekas and espilus, but it's it's healthy, it's reined in, it's harmonious. 
It's not something that can move to any extremes. Extremes, the writings of morale, for example, are always a metaphor for places that are unholy. So it, you know, it's not a matter of just going to the end of the room. The gavur is going to opposite extremes means that that hispilus, that hisrakshas, leads to a more uh, a yeshus. Like the, the Mittler Rebbe even goes on to say that, uh, that uh, the, last, the second to last line, he says, that the more a person have, has hispilus and hisrakshas and devekas, without it being a single column, so to speak, without being reined in, in that, in that context of bittel. So he says, what's going to happen is, then the person himself becomes the Balgaiva. So the guy's like, all his, the Kamarna the, the makes his point to this. He, he quotes from earlier, earlier Chesidish's farm, Dagmach Ephraim and all this, that the Balshantiv, it goes back to the Balshantiv. The Balshantiv said that after a person davens, you should know that very often, right after davening, a person could fall into big Yetzirahs, right after davening. Why? He said, because sometimes by davening, there's such a spilas and such a dveikas, the gavuris are being awakened. But if those gavuris are unchecked, then they themselves lead to extremes. They themselves lead to a person, to, to the Nefesh of Bahamas becoming awakened. Because when, when there's a party going on, the Nefesh of Bahamas wants to join the party. You know what I'm saying? So when, when there's, there's gavuris and there's a spilas, it's very easy for, that, for, that, for the nature of that excitement to fuel actually one's own Nevesh one's own animalistic tendencies, one's own sense of self and ego, and Yetzirah's. So the Baal Shantas said very often in davening, davka through the Hispiles of davening, it actually fuels the Yetzirah. So what's the Yetzirah? That, again, the, the, the description of that in the Kisri would be the Gevuris being mushba, being infused into the Nishamas Gavadah, but they're, they're, they're going all over the place. The Yetzirah is to have Gevuris, you need Gevuris, but the Yetzirah is for the Gevuris to be, to be, controlled by the Kavanas of Aaron to make sure that they ascend in a single column, that they're, that they're reined in. Now, again, what that means in, in the way Hasidus teaches that is what? Is to, in, to infuse a sense of bittel and a sense of L'shem Shemayim and a selflessness in the feeling of selfishness, so to speak. Hispilus and Vekas means that you feel yourself. There's a certain inner movement, this Kishmak. But to remind yourself that the only reason why you're doing this is L'shem Shemayim. And if the Rabbanu Shalom himself told you to stop, you'd stop. Mm-hmm. Like I've mentioned this many times, that a yid has to very often, very often in life you come to a choice, and the choice is to feel close to the Rabbanu Shalom, or actually to be close to the Rabbanu Shalom. They're not always the same. So gavuris, when they're unchecked, means the person is saying, I want to feel close to God. But you have to make sure that that feeling of close to God is actually being close to God. And the way you do that is by infusing a sense of bittal and shem shemayim in the process, which keeps the verse together. Now, in the language of the Arizal, this inyan of shem shemayim and bittal, that's called chachma. The word chachma, I've mentioned this many times, the word chachma is a, is, is, is a combination of two words, koyach, ma, the power of nothingness. The whole inyan of chachma is bittal and shem shemayim. This is, and this is exactly the nimshal of what the Rizal is talking about. That it's Davka Aaron HaKayin, who the Rizal said is the Kayach of Chachma. That Aaron HaKayin, through his Kayach of Chachma, has the ability of bringing Gevuris into the Neshama, but making sure that it remains in a single column. The nimshal of that in Avodah Hashem is, is that Aaron HaKayin means that we have to have Gevuris, it means a spiralist and dveikus and astragshus and like a, a sense of feeling and of movement. But but with but with but with chachma wrapping wrapping it and and the, and and the context being l'shem shemayim and with that context then all the spiles and the srakshas will always remain healthy and well and el mul hell this is the oimik of what of what's going on over here this is why let's 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 tie it all together this is why the inyan of lahagid shvachish alarin that the nitziv explained is mamish the same thing as the pinimus. What was the Nitziv Zvart? The Nitziv Zvart is that why, why, why is Aaron so praised that he made a step stool and he was Kaveh Mokim for that Laka? He would do it anyway. So the Nitziv, exactly. He would do it anyway, but he did it L'Shem Shemayim. That's exactly what it means in that Rizal. What did that Rizal say? meant? It means that he was Mechavein, that, the gvur, that, he, should be in a, that he, should, he should take a Chrayis to make sure the Gvuris ascend in, uh, in a single column. And what does that mean in Avadis Hashem Derech HaChasidis? It means that Aaron HaKoyin was making sure that with all the Gevuris and all the Hisragshas and all the Spilas to make sure that it's just L'Shem Shemayim. If the Rabbanu Hashem wants me to ha- not, have, not to have the Dveikas, I want to have the... It's all L'Shem Shemayim. That's the same thing as the Nitziv. You follow this? 
means the same thing that the Nitziv said, which is something that you would do anyway, something that makes sense to you, something that, 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 that your gut is telling you makes the most sense and you would do anyway, I'm not doing it for that, I'm doing it for the Rabbanu sake. That's exactly what it means in Primius to ascend the Gevuris with Chachma. That's exactly what it means. <clears throat> Let's go back. This is why, why was the Dafka three steps? The Ravid said we don't have an explanation of why it was three steps. Why is it three steps? Three, see, steps, again, means the Gevuris going up. But the whole avoid of iron is to make sure the verse go up in a unified single column. That's the number three. Three always represents things that could be going to opposite extremes, but are being held together. That's what the number three always means. One means, all there is is one. Two means extremes. Three means things that could be extreme, but they're being held together. The whole, exactly. The whole Indian of Aaron, El Mul Pinemunar, Hel and Aristel is the site of the number three. That's the whole Indian. The whole of that. That's why it's number three. That's why Davka, the one step that they would place the, the kuz by is the second one. Because the whole union of, of the, the whole of the steps is to unify mm-hmm. things. That's the second step. The unifying step. Mm-hmm. The one that holds things together. That's the number, that's the middle. The middle. That's, that's the site of, of the middle step over here. So that's the whole, the soul so over here. Now this is, so in other words, to, to sum it all up, the whole, the avoid of Hadlaka Samanar by Aaron and a mulpneim in our hell in Eresa is to infuse Klai Yisrael and the Neshama with this ability of doing things that are creative and inventive and his spiles and things that feel geshmak and doing things, is, all that stuff. But to do a L'shem Shemaim and that, and, and that Chachma that ensures the ascent of the Gevuris in a single column guarantees that all the spiles and all the Dvekas is going to be Mamash L'shem Shemaim and it won't descend into any ugly places. All of this is Betzim what Hanukkah is about. Because what's the secret of Hanukkah? There's many different ways to take this, but one of the, one of the classic, classic uh, themes of Hanukkah in the Sfarim is that Hanukkah uh, is the beginning of the Tkuv of Tarsh Balpeh. Tarsh Balpeh in Torah is, 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 is the aspect of Torah, the time of Torah, where it's all about you. And it's like you're free range. Like, do what you want. See your own ideas, your own kashas, and so on. That's an area of Tarsh Balpeh, which is a lot of Gevurs. A lot of Gevurs. And a lot of possibility for things to become more self-centered and selfish. So the whole Indian of the Menorah is you're going to be doing things, you're going to be Isaac, you're going to have your own Akashas, you know, Rashi says something, but I have a better art, you know? So you do things like that, which is like, which, which could feed your own Yeshas, but do L'shem Shemayim. That's the secret of the Menorah, that's the secret of Hanukkah. So Hanukkah makes sure that everything that we do, ultimately it's about being close to Rabbanu Shalom and not just feeling close to God. And once we make that decision of doing this with Hashem Shemayim, then everybody says, okay, exempt to hate now. So, so, be besimcha, be beslavas. But remember that why you're doing it. What you're doing is Hashem Shemayim. That's the Echadamar, Echadamamet, Wuvachi, Chav, and Yislubishon. That's why Hanukkah is very much about the Indian of, of, um, of Echadamar, Echadamamet, Rabbim, Biad, Matim. It doesn't really matter so much how much you do. Wuvachi, Chav, and Yislubishon. That's the that's the side of Hanukkah. Hashem should help us. Takush b'zeichet to be matik v'nur de be semigdash again with Aaron Akain. We ask God's sake to make her be made one.